Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Happy Vanderpump Rules Day to all of you. We can finally breathe easy because life has meaning again. We've made it through the dark months with zero Vanderpump in our lives. But if you were a patron of Sex Unique Podcast, you went on a little throwback episode journey with me where I recapped season one and season two of Vanderpump Rules. In honor of this basically holiday, I wanted to release a previously patron-only episode to the public. In it, my dear friend Edward Drosty and I watch the very first ever episode of Vanderpump Rules and recap it. Ed is a Vanderpump Rules virgin or semi-virgin because I'd exposed him to the show before. And I found that it was just lovely to take a trip down memory lane with some of my favorite servers. If you are interested in supporting this podcast, you can do it by visiting www.patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast for as little as $1 an episode, you will have access to all the season one and season two throwback episodes, as well as over 50 bonus episodes featuring yours truly and some of your favorite guests. It is a great deal. I know you all love deals. I love making content for you, and I'm so grateful to all my patrons who have made these throwback episodes possible. Please enjoy this lovely extra special episode of SUP and head on over to www.patreon.com slash podcast for more details on how you can become a supporter. Bye! This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope you cakes up. London with the beat, here we go, so in. Then we go with a friend, you be both win. Welcome, everyone, to a monumental event, I think. I am shocked that i get to be a part of it i'm excited for you to be a part of it so welcome to sex unique podcast doing it we're traveling back in time and we're starting where it all began season one episode one of vanderpump rules my god and with me is a guest that you may recognize from last season of sup he loves to make deals. Watched, he loves to make deals. 
He's new to the world of Vanderpump Rules, but I thought it would be appropriate to bring him back and go on this journey with me. It's Ed Drosty. It's me. And I have to say, <laughs> I'm loving being back. I'm so happy. And to that be you're honest, back. jumping in last time like I did in the middle of a like New Orleans That's vacation yeah. was a little bit disorienting. Mm-hmm. But I'm really I feel like I have You have more a, of a handle on it now. And I feel I just want to say a shout out to the people in the Facebook community because mm-hmm. the only reason that I started to like get really excited about the show again, and I think I'm going to watch it all, guys, all six <laughs> fucking seasons. I'm so happy to hear that. Is because the Facebook community really gives me life. And I just was like looking at the commentary on their Coachella outfits, but I didn't know who's who. I was like, who's duty? Who's that? Like, who are these people? And I'd have to zoom in because people would be like, oh my God, the fringe is killing me. And I'd be like, well, that must be Kristen or whatever. And then I started to be like, wait, I'm really invested in this. And then another thing was when my penis moved a little bit when I saw that video from James Kennedy. Kennedy that someone got you. And I was like, I'm horny for James Kennedy. And that was like a really, like it just moved a little. And I was like, it was eye-opening. I, I had to look in the mirror and be like, wait. You had a penis shiver, like a boner shiver. I had shiver. a full penis shiver <laughs> for James Coon. <laughs> I'm like, same. Welcome to the club. And I didn't expect that or see that coming. But then I had a penis shiver combined with the fact that I'm obsessed with the Facebook group. And then now after seeing the first episode, I realize I'm really, really, really late to the party. You're very late to the party. Street, like seven years but you late. also really, <laughs> you don't years. fuck with reality TV. I don't fuck that hard with reality TV. Like you've watched Siesta Key. And I only... Which is a new development. Yeah. Like we've known each other, what, four or five years? Yeah. And there's been no fuckage with reality yeah. TV. Yeah. Very my, little. I mean, I'll watch RuPaul's Drag Race every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But even that, I like if I miss an episode, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I know I was really into reality early on in life. Mm-hmm. Like, when Survivor came, it changed survivor. me. <laughs> and I watched probably the first seven seasons. I love Amazing Race. Yeah, I knew I was going to Because I love to travel. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, there's got to be a faster way to get to that gate, that airport. <laughs> um, but in terms of just, like, lifestyle reality... It's a no for you. Well, you know, I watched Hoarders, and Animal Hoarders was the darkest thing yeah. ever went on in my Did you watch Intervention ever? No, it scared me. Oof, I love Should I go there? I mean... I should commit to this first, I This think. first, yeah. First things first. But first, pump rules. Yeah. Like, the alpha well, coffee. I feel like I had another penis shiver in this first episode. For Jax. For Jax. He's and, hot. And I'm like... I don't remember thinking he was hot whenever whatever episode I saw. No, because he wasn't. He he ages like a bullfrog. Like he <laughs> just gets kind of Wait, bullfrogs age weird? I don't know. Well he like We're he, just gonna roll with I'm that. just just roll with it. Don't question it. And he just gets wider and like puffier. Did he shave shave his nose too a little bit? He's done like three nose jobs. Someone with a big nose, he, don't do it. Yeah, he just is like Huge puffing out and getting wider and so he therefore gets like less and less attractive over the years. Yeah, because I didn't feel any shivers last time. He has like shades of hot, I think, even through because I was like a huge Jack's head, like for the first like three Is that what seasons. they're called? I just call myself that. A Jack's head. A Jack's head. And 
I was like so DTF with Jax. And then even through like season five, but then this season, he's become truly unfuckable to me. And it's all about James Kennedy now. And James Kennedy is, I'm actually, I don't even have a penis, but I'm just getting a vagina shiver. I will shiver, shiver. A vagina shiver. I love that. A tremble. I'm having like a vaginal tremble. (laughs) (laughs) We are on the fault line. We're in LA. It makes sense. I'm like, was that an earthquake yeah, or just my just about- tingling for James Kennedy? <laughs> or Jack. I wake up in Old the middle. Jack. I wake up in the middle of the night. Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night for an earthquakes? Do you ever feel them? I don't ever feel them. I Probably because I take a clock before up bed. In the night Oops. feeling an earthquake, but maybe it's never been an earthquake and it's just been a pissy quake for James. I believe it. Yeah. And pretty frankly, he's hot. I remember seeing him on the show and just kind of being like, mm. but that video he sent you that the fan got. Yeah. That like when he goes, hello, Laura. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and then I was just like, Pan down, please. Yeah. I want to see the goods. I bet. I wonder. So that video, I think. I also want to know penis sizes of each one. Yeah. 35 bucks. 35. So maybe to get naked, he would just double. He probably would get into like doing what like porn stars do where you can just rent them. Like a cam. I would love to do like a cam. Oh, he might even go like for like 350 or 400. He might even just be like, fine, I'll fuck you. Maybe we should crowdfund. A, yeah, and see if how much it would how cost much it James takes, Kennedy to just it, do a cam like a, just a jerk off. No, to fuck. You get to have street sex, but I get to, he gets to fuck me. So we see we, we have to do. Yeah, wait, not what's together. the deal? What's the deal? I well, need you to. I can't make a deal because this is this is all. Based, <laughs> the deal is, I'll give you a really good lay, James. <laughs> 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 no, but we have to see how what he's willing to do. Like, what's it going to take to just fuck a fan who's a woman? Well, and James, how, you don't, what's it going to take to go gay? You don't know this about James. Probably not much to go gay because he's had like a gay storyline this season. <gasps> he has like a friendship with this guy Logan, and their friendship is very complicated. Logan's gay, and he's in love with James, and they kind of kiss and like nuzzle each other. But then there was Ooh. this whole episode where nuzzle <laughs> people had people were like Logan saying that he and you had sex, like blah blah blah, and then they had to have this like public phone conversation where Logan said he was like. I was lying. I was making it all up. But you could tell that <laughs> there's like was, a gun to his head. Yeah, you could tell that James like said that, and then James cried. Oh, he like wept, love. and so and it's Logan very out? call me by your name. It's very torture oh. affair between James and Logan. So what I'm saying is that James would probably fuck you. Yeah, and, and you know it's so easy for if you're like trying it out the first time to just be the top. Should we say <laughs> like James? All he has to do is come over to your house because yeah. you have two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the guest room. Mm-hmm. So first he can come and yeah. have sex in the guest well, room. Well, wait, I well then he has to shower. I don't want your like juice on me. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> do you want my butt on you? No, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. He comes into the guest you room first. first. Well, it's the same for me. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> that's implied that there would be like a shower, at least a wipe okay. down in between. <laughs> So James comes in the guest room, we fuck, and then he can go upstairs where you'll be waiting. Well, he can't come with you because he needs to no, save not the... with me. No, I mean oh, he can't come he to can... back to back. Then it's like we have to well, wait a few have... hours. You know what? We're gonna do could... have brunch with him. Yeah, I think we could just okay. Have we'll a... cook him brunch. That's the deal. Yeah, okay. That's Here's a great deal. deal. I'll make it really good. So he... farmers market. So the deal is James from has Otto to... Lenke the cookbook. I love it. 
James has to Uber himself or drive himself to... I'll get that. I'll cover it. Okay. So your Uber and transportation to Ed's house is covered. it's all covered. And once you get to Ed's house, you first immediately have to walk in and fuck me. Yes. You fuck Lara first. You fuck me first. And then... And like Loki, like I can like hear through the door a little bit. Yeah, that's that's fine. You you can't I start prepping the brunch... You start prepping your, while, you're while we're fucking. Yeah, and it's going to yeah. be good. And it's going to be really good. Like premium, premium uh, ingredients. Can we have French toast for me? I would love that. I hate French toast, but for you, sure. Thank you. Okay. So while we're fucking for like 30 to 45 minutes, you're making food. Then yeah. we all, we come, he, we come out. He needs to refill the jizz. Yeah. So we all eat together yeah. and we say, oh my God, this is crazy, but we're doing this. And like, yeah. and then we can kind of like laugh about it. And then he's sex. literally like, it is worth it when yeah. you taste the and meal then, I made. Then we're all eating and we get refueled. Then I help clean up and you take clean. a nap. Yeah. And then James goes, goes upstairs, upstairs with you. Yeah. Fucks you. It just fucks my brains out. And then we I all. I get him an Uber back. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I'll do that. Like the SUV. <laughs> an uber uh, suv those are expensive yeah. okay this is a really good deal this is a really good deal, and i James. think it's the first of many deals for this episode i don't even think simon would be mad yeah my what's boyfriend. to be mad about he would be like fine this is a this is a logical deal mm-hmm. you and Lara are experiencing something together which i he would appreciate and then we could compare notes yeah and then he needs to like, leave right after he fucks you, though, right? So we can just like download. Yeah, it like, uh, like we don't want to full linger. We don't want to no. have any time to question the decisions we just no, made. We no. just want him out of our lives so that we can. Continue You're gonna to have a brunch to question the decision you made. I'm gonna have a brunch and a cleanup, which I don't love. <laughs> That's for a me, little bit of a well. You want to go first? Know, I'm not. I'll pay- go first. I'm not paying for any of the deal, so it's fine. I'll go first. I don't mind. Okay. Well, whoever goes first, the other person. I'm not, cook. I'm not gonna feel bad about it. I I like cooking brunch, so I'm fine to cook if you're down to clean. Sure. And you can't say anything about you can't complain about having to clean. No, I wouldn't in front of in front of James Kennedy. Never. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great deal. This is a really good deal. Well, you you don't know who you're going to get to cook, but I swear to God, James, we're both super hottie patatties. Mm-hmm. We're DTF. I've we're gotten DTF. great. I've gotten great reviews. I can give you referrals. Oh, I can I give have you referrals a, to people that I, I can who show can you a Rolodex, a premium. And goods you know I've what had. is a bonus about me is I'm down with guys assholes, and so we can like service that department too. If that's if you, you're, if that's if, something yeah. he's looking for, you never know. All I ask you is, do love a strap on. I love a strap on. You love to eat. I love and eat, but. It needs to be like a clean, right? Obviously, a, yeah. But so like, there's a shower before you and yeah. a shower after you. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of showering, bathing, but yeah. like we can make it happen. Douches aren't that expensive. Yeah, and some are, but some um. Are. So, so yeah. wait, yeah, this is a really fucking good deal. It doesn't have anything to do with the first episode. Because it has there was nothing sadly, to do with the first episode because James no is James. not in this show until the end of season two. When I walked in and realized he wouldn't be there after my I shiver, I was bummed. But then I was wrapped into what a fucking psycho Stasi is. Yeah. So let's get into the episode because okay. we have a lot. There's a lot to unpack a lot here. To do. Um, it starts out with Lisa and Ken walking into Sir and is Ken mask? Ken is what? Her husband, like her, mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant <laughs> anyone seen the movie like, with Eric Stoltz from the late eighties? I think he looks like mask. Oh, like. 
Not like the mask Jim Carrey. No. Like, like the, the elephant guy, man? Yeah, like the disfigured man. Like his face <laughs> looks melted, like all fucked up. This isn't a shaming or thing. Ken about just, it. I just Ken, Well, he's old. Yeah, but you, that's like plastic surgery, just like, like sagging. I don't know I what it is. He's just an old British guy. Okay. So they walk into Sir, and it's kind of the first introduction that you ever have into this like sex unique restaurant. <laughs> it's <And> really unique. <laughs> Lisa says that Villa Blanca is where you take your wife, and Sir is where you take your mistress. Mm. And then we have the opening credits, which have always been like a lull for me because it like has have they everyone. changed a lot. They've changed a lot over the years because they've added new cast members right. and stuff, and the plastic surgery, and, and it's like all slow motion of them like turning around and like spilling drinks, spilling drinks. which is like, like throwing raspberries like throwing or something. raspberries and just like slinging their cocktails like around petals, like which ugh. feels like not the right move for like restaurant servers no but they do it nonetheless and sheena especially looks like the devil in her thing she's like Mm. what's her move is she flower petal thrower no she's like it's like i think begins with stassi and sheena and Mm. sheena's kind of in the back but she just is like the angle that her face is down and her hair is like blowing in a weird direction and it's just like it's a bone chiller i just the, the girls really chill me yeah the girls are especially chilling um stassi says that every like she's like stassi talks differently in these in the first season of this show than she does now in the show. That's news to me because I don't really remember. Yeah. So her, I I do remember her being a fragile mess and she's just a psycho bitch in this one. Yeah. So like the affect to her voice, like she talks like very like, she's like everyone at sir wants to be like, I can't do it. It's like, it, she just has like a very different, lilt to the way she speaks and it's all like really enunciated and like that's later or now no that's now and then she's more relaxed the that's yeah she can't keep it up forever she can't keep it up forever but it's very like she's put on this kind of like mean girl persona and i'm just like anyways but so stassi says everyone at sir wants to be like waiters or wants to be writers actors which is everyone in the city wants to work at sir everyone at every other restaurant wants wishes they were a waiter at sir which is like not true wait we need to talk about courtney we'll get there we'll get there courtney doesn't give a shit um (laughs) no one when i watched this the first time i was like i had been to sir once just for like a random birthday party i had no idea that like birthday it would take you there this okay so this girl that i met <laughs> it was this girl that i met that worked at the tom ford store in beverly hills oh. and one day i went into the tom ford store and was like trying to like browse around the makeup and then we kind of struck up like a lol conversation and then she was like we exchanged numbers and she's like come to my friend's birthday party like it's sir and so i was like okay i was like this person couldn't be in your no, life she's still. not like in my life at all and so i went to sir and i was shocked because i was like the waitresses here are wearing like clubbing outfits like they wear like little purses like and like dresses and it was really it struck me as odd and so we had some drinks at sir and then she's like i'll give you a ride home and i was like okay and she drove me to my apartment and 
then she just started talking about like her boy problems and like her life problems. This is your first hang? This is her first hang. It was her birthday party. No, it was her friend's birthday party. Oh. And she drove me back and then her car was running. She like left the battery on and just was talking to me and talking to me. And I kept being like opening the door being like, okay, like... (laughs) Thank you. Like, thanks You're so much. You're trying to transition out. out. I was trying to transition out of the conversation, but she was not having it. She like kept roping back the in. Rip. Forty-five minutes went by, and then her car ran out of batteries. <laughs> yeah, and so then I had to wait with her <laughs> oh to get. What's like, her name? Her name is Sarah. I think with an H. I think so. But what's the kicker is I had just had enough by the battery run out, and You're I was like, like "You luck. should call AAA." But like, I need to go, so I didn't wait with her. For like the I don't people blame to come. You. I was like, this is over, and then I never hung with her again. It was I would have much. done. I would have cut it off after ten minutes. I can't do like a long extended. Ew. Hey, like mm. talk about a stranger's problems. No, in a car too, like, which is also like you're so trapped. Yeah, it's like talking in monologue at me about your problems. Like I'm like we don't know each other. Yeah, I would never feel comfortable doing that to someone. Someone recently did that to me, who's now really really famous, and I'm not going to say who it is. But they just spoke at me for like 45 minutes, smoked a joint, told me all about their past. And I was just like, oh, it's crazy. I took one hit and was like, oh, my God, I can't handle this. <laughs> and then I was just sitting there and I was just like, oh, whoa. You're like, wow. And I was like, you really, really talk fast. Anyways, um, Laura just found out who it is. She cut it out. Yeah, I'm cutting it out. Sorry. But um, he's a beloved person yeah everyone loves them love just and light, loves to talk and i think that sarah from tom ford was great too but like <laughs> it just was not for me <laughs> did, you, did you get a deal out of it no Speaking i thought a deal i thought i was gonna get a deal which is why i, stuck I around know so you long. and you definitely were you were you definitely i was you like, were like this person doesn't truly love me but you were like i might get like a 30 percent discount i was like if i get a discount on some lipstick i'm in tell me all about like whatever guy you're dating i mean like, i know that that was you were like sure i'll come to the birthday dinner I know, and then I realized that there were. I was not going to get any deals. In fact, I was giving a deal. <laughs> you gave. A really- I gave a lot of huge <laughs> deal, and Kristen. Then this is so the beginning. I remember the first time I watched this and seeing everyone's delusion, like Stassi saying, like that everyone wishes they could work at Sir, and then Kristen has like a talking head moment where she's like, "We're all really good looking." Sorry, oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like. And I looked at her straight in the eyes. I was just at like, that moment literally, was like, no, no, you're like, not good looking. No one on the show, aside from Jax, I think, was like hot to me. Like none of the women, I none of the women. Maybe Sheena. In a you really, thought Sheena was the hottest. You well, of said, the girls. Yeah, I was like, you're I was like, like she's was, so pretty. She's the prettiest one in a very generic, like so much mascara. Do you think she looks like Britney Spears? <laughs> she does she thinks that <laughs> i mean i don't even think britney spears is that pretty so but do you think that sheena looks like britney spears not I really think that I mean, a little bit maybe with the blonde I, if it was yeah. blonde I, I could see it so we get oh god that we'll I get know. to that session we later. get a little moment of Kristen like waiting tables and this is something that the show does a lot where it shows them like working in the restaurant because the show so is hard. like propaganda for lisa's of restaurants of course and but, like, what's shocking to me is, like, I marvel at how much they love shots to this day because they're all, like, in their mid to late 30s and they're constantly taking shots. But what I realize is that they're I loving shots. They've been loving shots since day one. Yeah. Kristen's waiting tables and they put in a drink store and she's like, cool, let me know if you want some shots to, like, round that out. And it's like, 
no, we're at dinner. I'm like, we're at dinner right now. Like, we. Did you say that to the customers? She said to the customers. Because <laughs> I noted halfway halfway through the episode, I was like, God, they really like their shots. They like, love their shots. Which is so. Shots just confuse me. Like, shots really confuse because me. Because it's like, if you're going to. Shots you know, to me seems like. Truly, like, it's like you hate I the taste get- of alcohol and you just want to get it over with and you just want to get plastered and puke you want to get fucked up like yeah. that's what a shot means to me and so if i'm i'm like if i'm in a situation now where i feel like i want to take a shot it means that i don't like the place that i'm in i'm like i'm not having fun and i would rather just like dose myself than have to like deal with this and so then i usually just leave if people offer me a shot i'll just take the shot and i'll put it in a bigger glass mix it with soda water and add a lemon <laughs> Make, <laughs> which we did in oklahoma city drinks yeah, yeah. It's you a good love side a, story. I love to troll people. You with love that. a troll. I love like, a shot turning into a drink. Yeah, like a last call. Last call, making shots them stay only, open. Shots and then only. you say, "I'll have a shot and a glass of ice and a lemon," <laughs> and then you just turn it into a drink. Yeah, but like, <laughs> which I did too. But their love of shots is like, I guess in this instance, like not confusing because I'm like, well, I guess you guys are still like young and like naive, but like. Now it's like, wow, you've just lived this lifestyle forever. Like, you just love shots. Well, shots are I just, just don't trash. Know, I just don't know a lot of people that love shots. Because they are... People that love shots generally are trashy as fuck. I'm just going to make that general blanket statement. Because I don't know anyone that really loves shots. Every like, once in a shots. blue moon, someone's like, shots! And they'll just like scream at you. And you're like, uh... And you're like... Like, you know, it happens. Every once in a while, it's like, maybe I'll take a shot of tequila or like, I mean, the last shot I took was at a sexy, unique meetup where I took a shot of whiskey that was completely ill-advised. and Ooh, a whiskey shot. I know. At the end of the night, a whiskey shot on top of like 40 different kinds of alcohol. <laughs> so I truly thought I was going to die from a hangover the next day. And then I have not taken a shot since and probably won't for another two years. Shot, yeah. So they shots love it, are though. just not, not for and me. Every but character. they're a very Vanderpump thing and across the board. Does Sheena like them? Sheena, was... lo- well, Sheena doesn't really drink that much. That's what I was catching. Yeah. So Sheena is the new girl, and everyone knows about her Oof. affair with Eddie Cibrian. New to me. I look Google him. He's yeah. pretty cute. He's cute. But so Eddie was dating or was married to Brandy Glanville, who was a character on Real Housewives of Beverly mm-hmm. Hills. Like, and again, another reality yeah. show I've never watched. Yeah. And so Sheena and Eddie had a two-year-long affair where Sheena claims to have not known who Eddie was or that he was married or anything. I got to say... I was really rooting for Sheena during the whole first episode because she was being treated like garbage. <laughs> Even during her recording session, I was just like, whatever. I mean, if someone's offering you a free a but free chance to do, you do it. But then when she was trying to be like, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no by. clue. He told me... He told me, he told me, uh, what, did, what was her excuse? She's like, again? he said he was getting separated. Yeah. And, like, and, I, and, and he broke my heart. Yeah. She said, and broke for, my heart. For, she's like, for two years, I just didn't know. Like, yeah. didn't but even I also care. I'm like, who cares? It's a who cares for sure. Because I'm cares. like, that's the thing where I'm like, it okay, has no you're effect lying. on your ability to do the you're job. You're lying, and it's like, who cares? Yeah. But also, I'm like, why are you so upset? Stasi's just looking for a dumb ass reason to hate her, and that's mm-hmm. the one only thing she can figure out. Yeah. And it's which like, is perplexing to me. And obviously, it's like Stasi's very jealous of Sheena. Like, it's clear from 
the the dynamics of the females in this episode, it's clear that Stasi is like the ruler of everyone. I like, feel like, and I don't know, that changes a lot. Oh, it changes a lot. Yeah, it come it comes and goes in waves, and there's like a whole roller coaster of like shit that happens. But like, is Duty ever on top? Duh, no. She's Which never on I, top. I would have called that from episode one. <laughs> I like that you called her Dute. Dute. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Dottie? Dodie. 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 But like, so Stasi says she's lost all respect for Sheena. And I love that. coming from her. I know. Respect. And Sir, just as a side note, like the interior oh. of Sir, it looks like shit. Like the chair covers specifically <laughs> are like just like really like flimsy velvet like i think it's a canvas maybe no no that's like velvet but it's like really saggy it looks like, like old testicles on the chairs and, and like everything the interior is like distressed. yeah it's like fake distressed like shabby chic glam it's truly an ed hardy outfit as a restaurant yeah it's just like it's like Edna Hardy. Like, Edna, it's, like a, it's like a feminine it's Ed a Hardy. Feminine Ed Hardy. Yeah, like bejeweled crosses, kind of. Yeah, thing. like floral bejeweled, fake distress. It's like oh. everything's made like a pillar that is supposed to look like old, like a thousands years old. It's really just like styrofoam. <laughs> it's literally garbage. Yeah, so much wood with like pink chipping, but not. Yeah, but like there's like was never painted. It's just like a plastic. Um, Jax and Stasi have been dating for two years. And then we get Kristen, a glimpse at like Kristen and Tom Sandoval's relationship. And Kristen says the hottest guy at Sir is Tom Sandoval. I beg to differ. And then Tom Peter, Sandoval Tom, and that hair. Can, are we jumping out of sequence? Do we do things chronologically? Do, I mean, you can jump ahead and it's but whatever. Tom Sandoval's tantrum about, about hairspray. Mm hmm. So at first I was like, okay, like he's got a cute bod, like he's like, like his face is fine, but like once I heard him say, "Oh, it sucks," yeah, like ten times we were like, "Hey man, it's not the right. Doesn't have the right hold. If it says moldable, I can't wear it or he's whatever. Like, I can't work with that. Yeah, I can't work with it. Just sucks. And then suddenly I was just like, oh my god, you are like. And then also, and I bringing it back to the interiors, every. This is something I noted the first time I mm-hmm. came on the show is that for me, this show is like being stuck in like, oh, it's Edna Hardy. Edna Hardy. It's like a condo that is used once a year by someone or a something. A timeshare. Like a timeshare. It's like every interior triggers me on so many levels. It's like carpet, horrible chaise lounges, mm-hmm. nothing personal, bad art, bejeweled crosses. Yeah. And it's just like, and then a tantrum about hairspray, and then you're like, you don't even have like an ounce of taste anywhere. No. Except for your abs. Taste has left the building. You've got abs. You're hot, kind of. Yeah. But that's it. That's it. Peter breaks down. I mean, Dottie. Dottie. Fuck Dottie. I know, it's hard. It took me years to (laughs) learn how to say it. Dottie. Peter breaks down like all the relationships, and something I didn't realize until rewatching this episode is that he and Katie hooked up at one point. Who's Peter again? Peter's the guy with the ponytail. Oh, yeah. And Easy to forget. Yeah, very forgettable. <laughs> but like, so I knew he and Stassi dated before she dated Jax. And I had known that connection, but I did not know that he and Katie had had like sexual relations prior to her getting with Schwartz. 
Yeah. So that just like blew my mind as a side note. I mean, and they I wonder all fucked how many, each other. Yeah, they've all fucked each other. I wonder if any of the guys have like low-key beached, beached each other. Well, later on, we find out that Jax had like a weird kind of like homoerotica relationship in Florida with like this guy who comes back in and like it's a whole thing. But I don't know. So everyone's know. a little bit fluid? No, I don't think anyone's like outwardly fluid. I don't think any of the guys have hooked up with each other, but I think that Jax has had like homosexual feelings moments in his past like and so he does so much coke that i think that mm. when you do coke and you're a guy and you do tons of coke you eventually jerk some another guy off like it's <laughs> just, a, yeah know. like you like after a certain wait did you not hear coke, about high sexuals what it's a new thing what's a high sexual it's straight <laughs> straight guys that claim that they're just like when they smoke a lot of weed they get feelings for men it's i read a whole article about wait, it wait this is i'm just like yeah i just came I know. like what yes high sexuals you can google it i mean i don't think there's i came from a reddit thread but then someone picked it up I, and went with it that's what i'm looking and for. then they're literally also it's so funny because they're like but then when i'm not high i'm like god it's nothing nothing gross but when i'm high it's like oh yeah like, oh my god like I'm a dick in my mouth or whatever. a high sexual boyfriend <laughs> I know because you always want to have that threesome oh, with two I guys. Want, it's just a bisexual, high sexual. Well, you know about your pegging journey. If people listen to Babe, I know people know. People so, know. I'm like I'm in the market. You're in the market. Do you Are know there anyone? any high sexuals out? Well, they're probably not the demo. They're, they're not this. my demo. <laughs> I'm like weirdly doing podcasts is not the way I think I'm going to meet a bisexual man of my dreams, but I can put it out into the universe and then maybe you the never know though. You it's never you, know. Mostly just women and gay men. You actually do never know. You never know. I love that. I love that about life. I love just, that. I don't even know what's happening in like an hour. No. Cause you know what? You never know. You never know. The uniforms are truly awful. Ooh. It's and like, this is when they had. I actually do have like a, like a soft spot in my heart for the handkerchief label? dresses. I like them. I think they're you, like slutty. You and like sexy. the little see-through. Kind I of like, like the wine. see-through because they're so. I can't imagine having to work in that dress. Like go to work and be like, I have to do my job, but also I'm wearing something that like doesn't adequately cover my body, and it would make me feel unsafe. And I love. Can that. you explain to me something? Because I thought they were going to work in those weird dresses where they can't wear bras. Mm-hmm. They do. So then, what's the why the uniform if they can go in, a, in other outfits to work? There's two different outfits. There's the handkerchief dress, and then there's like the long sleeve like shirt dress that there's looks one like the that they label. all look the same yeah they're all black with that. yeah mm-hmm. and then there's the ones where there's, there's no bra where it's like paisley but different colors and Stassi's tits are flying, flopping around flopping around yeah like, everyone's I mean, tits are but I the know, rest but of them are like so thin and with no tits that you don't really tell deal with it lisa's just like that's what makes it sexy and unique here <laughs> lisa is a, her her aesthetic is beyond Be, uh, her house it's a journey i mean even her wine glasses have fake gold edna hardy type prints on the side that's of lisa's those. whole vibe it's just so crazy to me that like eventually you think someone will come along and be like hey like you have a lot of money like check out like even just like go to west elm or something like <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey. Try Restoration Arbears. Just try something basic. We'll start you off with the basics. No. You don't even need, like, chic, like, vintage, like, mid-century furniture. Like, but you know what I think? Let's just start you off with, like, a, like a simple... I think sh- the stuff that she gets is really expensive. Oh, yeah, because people make a- money off of people with bad taste. But, like, 
it's just it's shocking to me those wine glasses who knows what if it's real gold like really really wealthy people that like it's like you have no control of la yeah you have no control over the way a wealthy person like spends their money or like expresses their taste even with the kardashians don't you feel like they've evolved with some taste yeah totally i feel like they're chic they started off chic some are not still but but they started i mean i haven't really watched a ton of that either but they started like kind of in an edna hardy territory Mm -hmm. and i feel like they've transitioned into a lot of it's been a real high fashion they like discovered what like expensive art is yeah but lisa's just like hmm Lisa's like, who cares? She like yeah. loves like just like just gaudy, cheap looking, expensive shit. Yeah, which I don't understand I don't personally. Get it, it all looks cheap. Yeah, and it makes sense that everyone wants to go eat a tart. A faux distress. The worst. A faux distress is like gives me an anxiety attack. I hate a faux distress. Yeah, and I've There's always worse. hated my whole life as a baby gay. <laughs> To an older gay, if it's not an authentic distress, like a vintage piece, yeah. no. I even knew as a teen when I saw those diesel jeans with the little, like, <laughs> piss stain yellow on it with, like, like rips in it. I yeah. was like, that's not a you thing never, for me. never, I've never seen you do a ripped jean. I won't. <laughs> I won't and you will never. I love that. I haven't you. worn a jean in a long time. You have not. I got, I used to wear jeans all the time. Gotta lose a little weight. Stassi. Don't let James Kennedy know that. <laughs> Stassi and Jax are fighting about Sheena. And like what's crazy about Stassi and Jax's relationship, like through the years and now where we are in like season six of the of the show is like Jax is such an asshole to like the women he dates and he like he like does not care about them. But Stassi owns Jax in a way that like we never see him like get owned by a woman again like she truly like are they still together no he's with this other girl Brittany and he's like cheated on her and it's like a whole drama and like he treats her like shit and she just kind of takes it but like Stassi literally just like cracked the whip on Jax all the time which is like it's interesting to go back in time and she see says that I am the devil yeah don't you forget it don't you forget it and the thing that I think is from the community on Facebook, which I read, is that generally it's known that Jax is a complete douchebag. Mm-hmm. But I will say in this first episode, and I said, I stopped in the middle, I said, it's weird. Jax is coming across as like relatively sane, like yeah. not like a full on, like mess, crazy, like psychotic. I mean, he's pretty cheesy with that waitress, which we'll get to. Yeah, but you don't see him like... But you're like, you're kind of cheesy, but you're not like full-fledged No, insane, he's not full douche yet. Whatever your aged bullfrog vision is. Yeah, no, not yet. Katie says that her biggest aspiration She's is really that she... really forgettable in the first episode. She wants to own her own record label. Which I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> record stop? I'm like... And scratch. Did anyone... Do you think anyone ever told her, like, the way to owning your own record label is pro- Like, probably you won't get closer to that goal if you're working at a restaurant? Well, you gotta make money somehow. I know, but, like, you could work at a record label. Like, you could try and intern and then get a job at a record label, and then you yeah. work your way up in the system. That's probably gonna ensure that you get closer to that goal as opposed I to just working at gonna Sir. Go, I'm gonna go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess that she just says that because it makes her seem maybe a little bit more cool. 
No, I mean... Well, or is this an ongoing thread where she's like, God, I'm still working on that no, record label she's, season she's a, two. She no longer has anything, like, any Does it ever ties. come up again? No, but her Instagram handle is Music Kills Kate. Oh. So she just loves music. Maybe the producers just don't like that side of her, but they love that for Sheena. They just love it for Sheena. Me. And then Katie's necklace that she's wearing, she's wearing, like, that huge metal, like, Oof. bird necklace thing. Which is uh, a wild. Everyone's wearing oversized, absurd jewelry. Yeah, the jewelry is real bad. And I also just don't understand. It's like, all right, you guys are trying really hard to be skinny and cute. Why cover up your clavicle? Yeah, that's a sexy part. They love a statement necklace, though. I know, so but it's covering up part of like the cutie part about like when you lose a lot of weight. Yeah. When you get to like show some like bones and angles, instead they're like, let me put on this thirty pound like fucking ball and chain. Like, They've never known tur- how to dress. I mean, her specifically, and now we get to see it, and she kind of looks better because it, she is so skinny that you just forgive these things. But she's always had like terrible fashion. Which Katie, then. yeah, but so did Stassi. That pink I mean, they onesie all do. was like, yeah, it's all very that one bad. Triggered me as well. The best part about like the first quarter of this episode is just getting to know all of their like ambitions and what drives them because fame. You, you see that nothing of substance drives that like yeah. it's all just fame and so sandoval like there's a cutaway to him talking to jacks he's like jacks like what time is your show and he's like 10 p.m i'm headlining bro the viper room which is like hasn't been relevant in decades and since then river it, phoenix died yeah and then it cuts to sandoval and he's like I want to be famous, but like not Michael Jackson famous, but like still like, but, and it's like at this point, I remember watching this for the first Where time. Where were you? I was at my apartment in the old West one that Hollywood. I saw? My, yeah, my old apartment in West Hollywood. Francesca was, Palace. Yeah, very Vanderpump adjacent. And did you have wall to wall carpeting? No, I had faux hardwood floors and like a cottage cheese ceiling. Oof. And I remember. You've really. Got- I've upgraded. But I remember being in my apartment, like watching the show and just being like, what the fuck are these people on? Like, what kind of delusion levels are you at if you're literally in earnest talking about, like, you're going on a show being like, I want to be famous, like, not maybe like Michael Jackson, but like, and and it's like, it just blew me away. I just didn't know. I knew that existed, but I didn't know that people. But you love reality TV. Isn't everyone on reality TV kind of like this? Not like this. They're, everyone on reality Just TV... Just a key gets close. See, but the thing is about... I had never seen a show... I'd seen a ton of reality TV shows, obviously, and, like, love it. But, like, I had never seen a show where people outwardly talked about, like, yeah, I want to be famous. Like, yeah, that's my goal. Like... Of course, that is their goal, but you don't say it because that's like insane. That's how stupid they are. And that's how silly and stupid they were is that they just outright were like, they could be guided into an I want to be famous soliloquy and it just like blew me away. And what's really sad about it is that they're still not really that famous. No, they're (laughs) niche famous. And like, like, meanwhile, millions of other reality shows come along, like The Bachelor and all these other things, cover People Magazine, gossip columns, everything's talking about it. Not a lot of talk about Sandoval. But in... Do I see him in, in touch? Nope. No, but it's they're, they're famous in, like, weirdly, I feel like Vanderpump Rules really appeals to, like, intellectual circles where it's, like, people need to, like, 
speak on it and talk about it a lot to like process it you think there's other communities like yours oh yeah i mean that's like the whole basis of everything i do is that there's like but i mean based off Vanderpump rules there's like other facebook groups out there that are also discussing how insane it is yeah yeah i think that there's tons of people that just have you reached out to these people have you connected circles i've connected with a lot of pump heads like and there's other podcasts well, there are other podcasts. Those about, that shall not be named. Yeah, but there are other podcasts about Vanderpump Rules, definitely. Oh my god! But like, there. I mean, it's something that people feel like a great need to talk about, and like the community that I've found of like Which fellow lollers and like genius. Because I say, out to Hillary. I say that this show is a show for geniuses because it truly is just like, oh my fucking god, like we need to talk about this. It's like so culturally relevant and like brings up so many questions. Like, but it's just interesting. It just never stop. It never ceases to amaze. I'm, I'm, I just like watching how it transformed me mm-hmm. from, from not interested to now very to shiver, interested to, to dick first, shivers, to dick shivers, to first episode, shocking introductions. I wish the interiors would just slow down a little bit, but mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. They're never going to slow but down. But I want to see already the second episode. I saw the pre- the preview tagline about gay pride. I want to see what these idiots do at gay pride. Yeah, I know. It sucks you in. I'm in. So, Guys, I'm in. Oh, so they're all counting tips at the end of the night of oh, their that shift. That was a big scene. And Guillermo really says that he wants them to sell the specials. Like, that's how they make money at the restaurant, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was booze. Mm, I guess not. And then Katie gives advice that's like... Just talk about the food like you're talking about sex and like it's so like mouthwatering and tender and like then people will buy the specials. And Lisa trolls Stasi for being lazy. Stasi is Stasi I mean, she like, maybe's changed and not me wrong, that much. But I really I want to start just like a dedicated group about how much Stasi sucks. Like it is unreal. Like seeing her and like, I'm also to you. I'm actually, the delusion is just unbelievable. The delusion is on another she level. She knows it too. She, she knows it. And it, it's, she's performative. Like I can see her, I can see elements of her that's like performative, like playing into like, I'm going to be the villainous kind of character or I'm going to be like the mean girl and play it up. But it's also like she just takes pride in being awful. And like I've never. I've never loved people like that. Like, I think that they're fun to watch. <laughs> You're like, generally speaking, they're like, not many really good friends or awful people. I'm like, not for me, but, but like. Don't you think part of it is, we, we all know, and I don't want to shatter anyone's reality here mm-hmm. in reality TV shows, that it is partially scripted. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering whether they were just like, you're a mean girl this episode. Yeah. I mean, I think that it was like, you're the mean girl. Like, you're the I feel one. like you're probably getting a more accurate portrayal of them now than you are in the first episode where they're all like, <gasps> I've got my role. No, I mean, I think that there are way more, like, what's funny about kind of the setup for the show and where the show begins and where it coincides with where they're at in their lives is, like, Stassi's on the younger side of the cast at this point. She's probably, like, 24, 25, mm. maybe 23. Like, she's young she here. old. I know. And <laughs> the rest of them are, like, in their early 30s. Mm. So... They're but she's like, all like, I've been dating Jax for like five years or whatever. No, she and Jax have been dating for two years. Okay. I was like, Are you two? So Jax is like 34, I want to say maybe, or 33. Kristen's like 32 or 31. Like, 
they're all like failed model actors that are like at the end of the line. Like it's end like of the line. You know what I mean? Like they're about to have to really make a decision of like, am I going to move back to Michigan or am I going to like, yeah, what am I going to do? Bravo came along and saved them. And then Bravo comes along and saves them, but they're so desperate for like this show to be a thing that they don't hide whatever, anything about themselves. They like fully buy in and go for it, which is what makes it so great is because you get this like raw look at their heinously dark lives. And it's and just like cottage cheese ceilings are everywhere. So many cottage cheese ceilings. So when they're talking about pooling tips, Sheena has this whole thing about not wanting to pool her tips, and then Stassi. Because of the other, what's the other restaurant called? Villa Blanca. She's Which like, apparently Villa Blanca, now has the we worst work for ourselves, food. and here we like work. Yeah, Villa Blanca is bad. It used to be good, but now it's like really bad. I haven't tried any of them, but I need to go now. Yeah, you're gonna now that I'm a pump head. <laughs> Um, hey. Kristen, and also <laughs> the best too is Kristen being like, well, sir, really depends on like weather. She's like, it's really like weather dependent. When people, and I was like, what weather? Like we're in LA. Like it's literally the same weather every single day. Every day. Every day is the same. Maybe a five like, degree different. We don't like, always get tips. It's really, it's just mostly about weather here. And it's like Villa Blanca and Sir are also like 1.6 miles away from each other. So the weather is not like differing from Beverly Hills to West Hollywood. But I thought she was trying to make a claim that that Sir had more of like an outdoor space journey. It doesn't. Really? Well, you've been. I yeah. Speak to him. <laughs> um, everyone. You were just at Sir. Yeah. I was just there. Two days ago? Three mm-hmm. days ago? Two days ago. How was the food? Mm, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to write home about. Nope. But nothing to complain about. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. Fair to Lisa and her chefs. Everyone hates Sheena. And then Stassi. The guys don't. The guys don't. The guys are kind of. They're drunk. like, you want to drink? Like, welcome to the club. Yeah. Jax is, <laughs> Jax is just being like nice and like amiable to Sheena, which is like. I'm really into Jax's kind of crooked nose. I'm sad that it goes away. I know. He was hot. That was hot. Yeah. He, he kind I of love looked, like a big crooked nose on I a love, guy. Look at me. I love a big nose. Well. James Kennedy's in for some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> Stassi said, Stassi's like, this is a really tight knit group at Sir that like the thing of what we do here is like we help each other out. She's like, if people want to smoke, we help them out and we like let them go smoke. It's like, she's yeah. basically saying like people here don't want to do their job. Yeah. So when they want to get out of doing their job, we allow that. And, and then didn't, was that when she had a couple of clips? She was just like, no. Yeah. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. And it's not happening. Yeah. Sheena's like, well, it was just a suggestion. Saucy's like, it was a bad one. Yeah. And she's like, well, we're moving on now. <laughs> and the I way, hate her. I hate her. And the way that she like... It's good to know that everyone still hates her. It's psychotic to me, the way that she's like... Like, she's 23 years old, and she has like 30-year-olds being like okay whatever you say like they're scared of, like everyone's like terrified of Stasi. and i'm like on one hand it's impressive wait that- i'm sorry dotty dody do do dody dody and katie are scared in their 30s they're like 29 or 30 okay Kristen's 35 dotty dotty looks old to me yeah she they looks, all she looks old and weathered like she's seen some shit. She's seen some. Like shit. she's like gone. She looks like she's had like a meth journey or something, a drug journey. Like moved out to like fucking like Lake Havasu, like fucking. Like, 
had like a fucking like trailer horror moment and then like came back to the city to like reboot <laughs> that's my backstory for dotty they're all kind uh, of rode hard and put like the she women looks ridden yeah but now she's stunning oh, because of ps yeah plastic surge but like it worked for her i want to see yeah we, oh god we gotta good. bring up the pictures i know we have to bring up some pictures lisa says <laughs> The- uh, Dottie belongs to just fucking like rural Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa says it's like the most important thing to her is creating, a, is maintaining a, a family, family atmosphere. atmosphere. <laughs> I was that like, stuck with me too. I was like, what about this restaurant reads family to anyone, anywhere, nothing. anytime? You nothing. might as well have a gilded dildo on the wall yeah like like hanging from your cross nothing family peter is pure vegas trash yeah no even worse than vegas trash it's it's lake havasu yeah it's lake havasu it's lake i'm glad i got i got that out there because it really is i mean lake havasu should be so lucky to have a sir to be honest (laughs) because it doesn't even have that lake havasur yes it could be your new restaurant well you know no one buys records anymore so (laughs) Peter and Jax go out for drinks in what may be one of the best scenes of this entire episode. Mm. They go to Courtney, the parlor, which is down the street on Melrose from me. And Jax go, they're like, yeah, I re- Jax is like, I really need a drink. It's been such a long day. It's Shots like again. 2 p.m. <laughs> I love it. He's like, it's been the longest day. It's like afternoon. And they Bright both, sun. they order Shots of tequila. At least they ordered Don Julio. That's the only thing I can They're say. They're like, Don Julio, please. Did they say Julio? Yeah. <laughs> and Peter reveals that he dated Stassi for four months. And at two at the two-month mark, he realized he hated her. And then well, I guess just stuck around for two more months. Got a little more credit for Peter. Yeah. Getting out early. And they order shots of Don Julio and start flirting with Courtney, the waitress. Who is, for me... The power figure of the episode. She's the numero uno star of that. She's like the the baller. She takes no shits. She giggles a little bit, reveals she's from Florida, yeah. which is again like a, might as well be Arizona yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> Jackson, they both. He's like, "Where are you from?" And she's like, "I'm from Tampa, Clearwater." I don't know. And he's like, like, Tampa. Tampa. And it's and just I like, don't know if any of you guys have been to Tampa, but I have. Tampa is it? Nampa. It's not a place. <laughs> there's very little laws there, and it's a lot of drugs and a lot of like bath salt kind of journeys. It's yeah. just really. Not a place it's not, to go. Not the well, place. You know who loves it? Siesta Key. Yeah. They're right down the road. Jax is talking about his frustrations with his relationship with Stassi. And he goes, it's like, I love you, but I hate you. And like, you realize that their relationship is just like a hate fuck fest. Yeah. Which is kind of hot. Like, that part I'm into. But two years of that seems no. like a lot. But the hate fucking sounds fun. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you.
Courtney said she moved to LA to study massage therapy and Jax and Peter go into like total creep mode and Jax is like, I could really use a massage after we get out of here. And she's like, "Mm -hmm, no, I I got to work. work." (laughs) But then that's when I fell in love with Courtney. Yeah, because Courtney, like they start to try and like engage her and hit on her. And she's like... So, do you guys want anything else to drink, or do you want food, <laughs> or, or what are you gonna? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Florida. It's true. Yeah. So you guys are hungry. <laughs> um, do you want to wrap this up? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want the check? And they're just like, he's like, oh, doesn't he say like harsh? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. They're like nagging her. Like they're literally trying to like gangbang Courtney and Courtney's. I like, felt no. didn't get it from Peter. I thought it was a Jax. It was more Jax, but Peter's definitely like. Peter cut off he's the fucking ponytail is my hot take. He did, and I think that when he cut off the ponytail, he looked better with the ponytail. Oh, well, I've got a lot of watching to do. A lot of watching. Long road. So Sheena and Shay, her boyfriend, go to the oh, studio. God. Shay is... Let's just talk about Shay for a second. Shay's had a long road. He's no longer on the show. I, I didn't think so. <laughs> I could tell by the look of Shay. I could tell by the look of Shay and how little like airtime and voice like like he barely and just spoke like how word. uncomfortable, visibly uncomfortable he is. Yeah, he's just kind of a blob, just like he's, yeah, he's just like mm, like can't really like play the game. Sheena, Sheena also wants fame, Sheena much wants like fame. Sandoval. Yeah, surprise, very, surprise, very very open about Sheena's it. Sheena's fame obsessed. She says she's like I'm really like making a name for myself. And like they go into the studio with these producers, Russell and As Ray. As a musician, this deeply darked me out. Yeah, and Sheena says, "I'm never playing an instrument. I've never had vocal training. <laughs> I like don't know anything about music." But these producers came to me and they said, "Hey, do you want to cut a demo?" And we were looking for a brunette. <laughs> I just laughed so hard I farted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm thinking about what's coming. I know. <laughs> And it was a small little like, toot. <laughs> it's probably sound better than her. And she's like, they look at me and bring it, Brittany. And I said, sure. And so, like, literally just this plucked, Brittany. They plucked like a talentless oh. idiot off the street. And we're like, let's just try it, which is very reflective of what, like, the music industry is oh. now. They're just like, hey, you look like maybe you could make some people's boners pop. Yeah. Like, let's shiver. try something. I'd Let's see James if you get a Kennedy. shiver. And like, Extreme James Kennedy. So they put Sheena in the studio. <sighs> and what's shocking in re-watching this scene is that they're literally like sexually harassing Sheena. <laughs> she's like, Sheena's behind a glass wall. They're like, Ray, the producer, he's like, I want sex sounds. But like edgier than britney because you're better than that and she's all like, like yeah I, she's like yeah totally and then he's like okay get behind the glass and then as soon as she's making these sounds it's three men in the other room being like yeah she likes that and they're she, like making like insane comments they're oh. being like elbowing shay and they're, being like, and they're like you, you ever know, heard that before? you know, make her giggle like that how many times have you made her giggle and he's like let's just see a lot like he doesn't know how to deal with it and they are and she's smiling all the time the thing is is she's she can't she can't hear mm, them she knows that they're like but also it's like what is she gonna say no she loves it stop no she doesn't seem like the type that would care but i think that and every time she smiled and i noted that she's got a gummy smile (laughs) (laughs) 
And so Sheena's like, I can't wait. I love that you're just like, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Sheena's just like ready to lay down the track. I'm like, you think you're like excited to know what music is coming? Because at this point as a new viewer, you're just like, what on yeah. earth could you sing? And then she is, can you freak, bitch? And then you're thrust into the hell that is Sheena's first single. Also, I will say... Not only does she say, can you freak, bitch? She goes, ah, ah. And then they continue the sexual harassment by being like, what did they say? Less. They go, he goes. Something more porn. She she comes out and she's like, how's that? And he's like, "Um, I'm going to need you to be less phone sex operator and more porn star. And then she literally goes and she's like. Ah. She goes cool, 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 and goes back into <laughs> which the glass. Was my, which is my reasoning that like she's fine with the way they're treating her. But like I think she's like fame comes at a cost. As a woman, <laughs> like being in this situation as a woman and having been in this situation at like working Have you been with in like recordings of you with Ben doing that for you. No. <laughs> Role. <laughs> You're like, as a woman, have you been in the situation at the recording studio as a pop star? As a woman being in the stew? Um, no, but I'm saying when you're a woman in a room professionally and creatively with a ton of men and they're being like fucking weird, you're not. Ooh, it's I know you're referencing. It's hard to be like, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Like, can you stop talking about that? But I don't see any bit. discomfort in her face. I know, but she's also like only on receding camera, hairline. Like, trying to be like chill. Say <laughs> 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 only a receding. I was noting that also. There's something about her. It goes far back. No, her hair is insane in this whole episode. Her hair is like stringy and like long and thick, but thin. And then then you see so much forehead under it. Yeah, it's like a whole. Her hair, it's like she hasn't washed it in weeks. I'm like, are you depressed? Is this a cry for help? Like, what's the deal? But I remember when I had very first watched this episode years ago, I watched this pilot so excited. And this was the point where I said, I will never watch this show again. I was like, I can't with this whole world. How'd like this- you come back? Well, I took a few, I took weeks you off. You went back to the Tom Ford store. No, I went. Chat with- <laughs> <laughs> I came back because I was so hungover one day and I was like, I'm just going to order a pizza and draw the blinds and like see what's on TV. And I turned on TV and it was a marathon of Vanderpump Rules and I got sucked in. I was like, wait, this is amazing. Like, I feel like shit about my life, but like, at least these people are more they're more tragic than I'll ever be. And now I feel invigorated and full and like, who's more yes, tragic, honey boo boo or Vanderpump rules, Vanderpump rules because they're older and honey boo boo still could get her life to get like, <laughs> she could still turn it around. That's her name, right? Yeah. Alana is her oh, name, okay. but honey boo boo is her nickname. You're like, actually it's Alana. Actually it's Alana. So, <laughs> Um, the girls. I'm sweating. Me too. The girls are at <laughs> Stasi's house, and Stasi's talking shit about Sheena and Kristen. And Katie. What else is new? The whole episode is Stasi just being a fucking bitch, bitch to Sheena. Yeah, and and to be honest, Sheena, even after her. Ret- 
ridiculous moaning and ooing and aahing and stupid recording sash, which frankly, I don't blame her for because it's like, She's if someone's trying. coming along being like, hey, we're just looking for a cute girl to like, here's an opportunity. Someone like, they're like, why hey, not? we want to make you a superstar. Like, yeah. do you want to come do this thing for free? I don't blame her. You're smart to be like, yeah, sure. Even it's if free. you're a talentless fucking piece of shit, <laughs> you should still just do it. And I'm not even like. Because you never know what could happen. You know what? And I don't know how. And everyone, you know, remember, I haven't seen basically anything. <laughs> but this episode really paints Sheena in a favorable light. Yeah. She does She's not like tolerant. Like- sweetie she's polishing glasses when she doesn't need to yeah she's just like i'm here to work and like i she's just like, wanna, like and, record. and like even when she's lying about the affair with that guy yeah you're just like you're whatever. still just like well you've been bullied for like the last 60 minutes like obviously you need just like, she's being targeted and like what's crazy is like i feel like in this episode stassi is being like going out of her way to just be cunty because she knows it'll get her more camera time and you can see Kristen and katie like reacting to what stassi says and being like oh my god like don't say that or being like stassi like yeah and then when they saw her polishing the glasses they were like oh my god yeah and like they know that she's just like being a bitch so you see it's like Getting the groundwork where at first it's like Stassi was just like, this is my moment to shine. And like the way I'm going to shine is I'm going to be a righteous cunt. I want to know. Which is a like, wild approach. Like this isn't a spoiler, but I want to know as like a pro pumper from a pro pumper like you, mm-hmm. how quickly does Stassi's bitch reign deteriorate? Does she get a season of it? She gets this season and next season. And then in season three, it starts to deteriorate. Because when I saw her, she was a blubbering mess. Yeah. Was, season. We always, I mean, I can tell immediately she's insecure, but she was like not the queen of the castle when I no. saw her. Season three, she starts to like waver. And then she left the show after season oh. three and then came back like midway through season four and then was at the bottom of the totem pole. Because she had left, but also because I think she had gained weight over that and so was insecure about that. But it was, it correlated. And I'm not saying that to be like shady. I'm saying that because it like correlated with her, like where she stood in like the hierarchy of cast importance. Who was important? Who was the top queen bee then? Sheena? Did Sheena take over? I feel like Sheena kind of tried to. You said Dottie never did. Dottie is never. Because Dottie fucked Jax. And we find out in season two that Dodie and Jax fucked when she had te- cheated on Sandoval with Jax and like had fucked Jax after he broken up with Stassi. And so she destroyed her chances of ever rising to top of the queen because she then so got was it Kristen at the top. No, Kristen is Dodie. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Katie. Katie. Katie was kind of weirdly at the top. Katie and Sheena, and then Ariana comes in, but she's different from that group. But, like, Stassi just kind of, like, she fell out of favor with everyone, then came back, and has now kind of tried to work her way back up. But she also is just, like, she is someone whose, like, mouth writes checks that her ass can't cash. So she's always, like, saying a bunch of shit, but then being, like, playing a victim and being like oh, i remember the new orleans episode that i saw where she was crying constantly being like, or maybe it wasn't her but i think it was her are you sure it wasn't katie with the brown hair pretty sure i thought it was her i mean i'll check back we'll see yeah you have a lot of you have a ground to cover let's long, just say long may Jax comes in looking hot with his like weird 
slouchy beanie on and he's like i gotta go to work stassi's handbags aren't gonna pay for themselves which i was like whoa are you buying her like designer handbags at this point like you guys Use literally get out of the cottage she's apartment i know i'm like you live in the shittiest apartment of all time like maybe don't spend your money on handbags but who am i to judge and he says he's <laughs> going to shoot who am i to judge here we are who am i i'm like who am i to judge i just built an entire podcast judging business, judging yeah Jax is doing a BMW commercial. And this was like when they still booked jobs as like model actors living in LA. When I saw that part, I was like, my God, really? But also I'm like, yeah, he's hot. I love the Power Ranger callback. I know. (laughs) The Power Ranger callback is a real power. (laughs) And her friend's kind of quietly trolled being like, so the mask is on all the time? (laughs) (laughs) She was also a power player. She was like Courtney Perk too. Yeah. And you never see Tina again. No POCs in the show. No. Very no limited. You see Tina a few times through the first season, but she's not like a featured player, really. They just edge her like, out quick. They're like, sorry. They're like, sorry. They're like, we have Guillermo. They're like, she's like, I actually am doing like a show. Like they show, Tina has like a legit show. And so they show Tina some has of that. Talent. Yeah. Tina like has potential, even though she still kind of exists on the level of delusion because she has her own moment where she's like, I need, I'm just supposed to, like, I need to be famous now. And like, do, and it's like, like, and they're down. drinking elixirs, which is already like a red flag. Yeah. So Jax reveals that he and Stassi moved in together on their third date, which I'm like, well, that never. That's ends. insane, and yeah. he admits that. Yeah. Well, at least, but it lasted again, two Jax years. Sen- so I guess my hashtag for this episode is Jax is sensible. Yeah. Lisa hosts a tasting. So this is something that always used to happen on the and happens less now, but like Lisa would have. Because this whole show is, is to, like, to build the up, restaurant. sir. Yeah. So she would be like, I'm having a tasting with my executive chef, and we're going to come up with new menu items. So then, like, a chef, like, cooks, like, sashimi for her, and then she, like, eats it, and it's, like, a whole scene. So this yeah, was just we that. saw that. She filled up a whole... Filled up a she whole She had a giant wine, wine glass like, with a whole bottle of wine, but then... Whoever did continuity for the show really screwed up because the next scene, it's gone. Yeah, it was just like and a prop to Lala. It was a prop to Lala. And the, I did note one thing, though. Mask only ate the crispy <laughs> shallots. Ken, oh, yeah. Ken would not I touch s- the fish. He didn't. I kept seeing him snatch away those crispy shallots. But he loves fish. like a little fried yum yum. Did, Ken loves that. Yeah. And Lisa... Guillermo tells a story where he's like, Lisa's like, the staff is out of control. And Lisa, Guillermo's like, yeah, Stasi was in the other day and like asked for a drink while she was working. And Paolo, the manager, said no. And then Stasi was literally like, you need to go get your dick sucked. Like, because she was mad that he didn't. Can you imagine talking to your boss? Like, no. telling your boss, like, they need to go get their dick sucked because they won't let also you drink really on the bad job. Insult. Yeah. And so, Lisa says she feels an allegiance to Stasi because Stasi is friends with her daughter and like writes for her daughter's blog. So she like is like he he like when are these servers gonna learn? And like <laughs> it's just like on to the next scene. You, where, get, you do get a glimpse into another horrible interior, which is her multi million dollar mansion. Her insane mansion, which is just like it's it just, actually does not look that different from Villa Rosa, which is the house she lives in now. It's kind of the same vibe. Like Villa Rosa is much more like glass, and this was like stone and glass. Or like Ooh, she moves. She moves. She kind of downsized to like is a she smaller still with mansion. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I guess. We then cut to Tom and Kristen's apartment, which is the darkest apartment in Vanderpump history. 
he still lives in that years later with a new girlfriend who just moved into the apartment. That's the one with the horrible chaise lounge. Yeah. Where he's screaming about his hair. Yeah, where he's like freaking out about hairspray. And then you suddenly, it's like when he has his confessionals moment or like, oh, I used to watch Real World a lot, by the mm-hmm. way, like religiously loved Real World mm-hmm. until I got just kind of like Vanderpump Rules, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, when he has his close up, like after the hair, you really, if you look deep into Sandoval's eyes, mm-hmm. you truly realize there's nothing nothing there there's nothing and that he's not even that cute no there's actually weird spots and like sort of veins and like grease or i don't know what it is i will say in person he's very hot like i felt like i felt a tingle when when did you see him in person he used to come on pumped podcast a bunch oh so i different era different (laughs) throwback thursday i sure i wish they i hope they listen to this tbd you know what but like he used to come so would with, he is he now like kind and of he, like i was like i was always anytime and i've seen him out like at, at, at i've been to like a couple parties where he's also been and i was just like felt like tingly and nervous but like i think if you <laughs> go, what parties are these uh, <laughs> girl what the fuck and i think if you go down to a deeper level you realize that he there is like nothing going on in his brain nothing so wait for, should we make a deal are you feeling Another like a sex deal? deal? You're feeling you want to so make wait, a deal. So I want to know because we know that James Kennedy is hot right now. Mm-hmm. It's hot, hot, hot. But is anyone else hot? James is the hottest right now on the show. Like currently, Jax is if we're gone, like all hotness. Oh, is gone. Jax is also Tom gone. Schwartz as a character in the beginning is basically just characterless. He's just like at the bar drinking all he's the just time. Like, Law, what's up? He's just like an alcoholic. Like he's like a full blown alcoholic now. Like Love. it's widely known. But like in the, it's funny to see him at the beginning, like just hanging at the bar drinking during the day. I feel what like else when, is he gonna do? He literally does not have a job. He just and like he models. never works at Sir. No, he models. He works one shift at Pump where he leaves in the middle of it because he is like feels overwhelmed, and then that's the extent to which he works. At well, how does he make any money? He models doing every cameo shoutouts, kind of like. No, he's not on cameo. Should Lara and I do cameo? Yes, I'm trying Together? to get on cameo. I don't. What would split. you charge? You charge more than me. How, I'm not on it. But you could charge more than me. How I much do you think I could charge? Like, I think you could charge at least 35. Same as James Kennedy? Maybe. God, I'm at the or same. 20. I think you should charge 20. Oh. Make a deal. Give it. Give people a deal. <laughs> that is a deal. That's a deal. I did a poll on my Instagram story. what they People say? said 70, over 70% said do it. Okay. And then 30% were like, you're trash. Well... You win some, you lose some. I know. Well, you can't have please everyone. No, you can't have it all. Fuck the haters. Fuck the haters. Do cameo. You didn't buy a fucking album. You're going to buy my cameo. (laughs) Kristen and Sandoval have been sleeping together for five years and been truly together for four years, which is wild to think about in the scope. Like them just being together for so long, like knowing what we know now is insane. They end up I don't being, know what you know now. I know <laughs> that they end up being together for a total of six years. And it's just crazy. Clue me in. Why do I keep thinking about all the guys and what their penis sizes are? Because you're gay. curious. Yeah, I'm curious. Kristen says the goal for her and Sandoval are to just both be working actors. And then she gives my favorite quote of the entire episode where she's like, in five years, I want to be known for the work that I do. Oh, that was 
And if fame comes along with it, that would be really cool. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, profound. Hey, guess what? You are known for the work that you do. Like, mission accomp. Duty. Doughty. Dute. What'd Dote. you call her? Duty? Dote. 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 Doubt. Doubt. Doudu. Doudu. Why don't we just call her Kristen? But the fans because everyone like say calls her, her Doty. Doty. Yeah. Doty's like her classic nickname. Yeah, the FB group. They're always talking about Doty. Doty. So you noticed something in Kristen and Tom's decor, which I'd never clocked uh, before. I'm always looking at the decor. You're and always interiors. like you're a real interior head. They have a cross over like the doorway to their bedroom, mm-hmm. which really threw me because I'm like, are they Christian? Like. What like I would never decorate it's Edna Hardy again. It's Edna Hardy, but it's also like kind of like um, it's like Brighton or something like that, which is like it's like a brand that makes like sterling silver like crosses and like kind of bejeweled like crosses. But I'm like I would never and ever think to buy a cross and like hang it up as like a decoration. There's in my also it first of all. 100%. It's just rude to anyone coming over the house, the cottage, huge ceiling. But there's something symbolic about the fact that it's over the doorway. Like to their bedroom yeah, area. Yeah, it's literally like, don't forget, like, Jesus. But also it's like, who, which one of them bought that cross? Like, who bought Not the cross? She did. And was like, we're going to... You like- really think that Sandoval like went into a store and was like... This bejeweled cross speaks to me. And or I'm maybe they were it. out together. I don't know. It's just, it's wild to even imagine someone being outside of like a mom being like. <laughs> All moms? That's rude to mom. No, just like a mom. Like my mom has like a cross in her house, but she's a Christian. Like that's how she rolls. Like a decorative cross is just like she loves. But like a young 30 something living in los angeles bravo reality person bravo a bravo liberty bringing a cross home and then being like hey babe do you see what i got today like look at that cross check it out it's like insane it's insane and, and where should we put it they're like over the door i'll go over the door and like <laughs> so we just i don't hang anything over doors no I feel like it's a bad thing. It's a weird it's thing like to not do. It's a good place to it's like It's a hang. weird vibe. And also I'm like, what is like your scheme that you're going for here? Like it's just like, seems like so, well, everything sticks like so out erratic. Because there's nothing in the apartment because they have no personalities and they have no taste. They, all they have is everything's beige. Everything is beige. Carpet, chaise lounge, sofa. Then they have a crazy, I don't know what to call it, sort of like splatter paint smudge art painting which adds a pop of color the paintings is like they can't hang like actual like copyright art or anything because they have to blur it out and like well it's a whole licensing thing so that's we actually got intel on that like on an episode of pumped we asked like why these paintings are the thing and they were like it's our friend stuff like we put it there like because we can <laughs> so it's like okay anyways like it's scary but okay fine but the cross but the cross stuck is out to me really sus and i want to know in future episodes because we get to revisit their apartment right you said they still live there they still Tom Sandoval still lives in that apartment with I his wanna new know, girlfriend you know what? Ariana. I want to know whether the cross is still there, and then we'll know who bought it. 
I think it's not there, and it was a Christian. I knew call. it. I called that. You're so smart. I fucking am so smart with this show, man. I was meant to be a pump. <laughs> Pumper. What pump are you called? Pump head. Sheena and Tina meet up in an elixir bar, which I think is now like a dry sauna bar. I don't know. It's a sauna. It's a sauna <laughs> bar. That this place, I'm pretty sure. I don't sure, really weho hang that much. I'm pretty sure it's in Hollywood, and it's on. It's right next to. It's by the arc light on Kawanga and oh, really? Sunset. I want to say. I didn't really know how to spot the spot. It's a corner, and it's changed always. Is like it's always like a wellness something or the other. But right now, it's like a sauna, like a place where you can go an infrared sauna, like. It's a thing. And the woman behind the elixir bar is just so lol to me. Yeah. She because is, she's just like a freewheeling, like has no idea what she's doing. She's like, are you feeling like stressed? Are no, feeling- she like got to LA like three days ago yeah. and like just got this job. And then <laughs> Tina's like, I've been to some places where they like look at your tongue and tell you. And she's like, sure, stick your tongue out. And then <laughs> Tina does. And she's like, well, hey, you look pretty healthy. Anyways, like, are you, do you have any important events coming up? And then Sheena's like... Actually, call that for Power Rangers movie. Which is that like, was a twist. Was it a movie or TV show? What the Power Rangers like reboot movie? She didn't get it. The, nope. <laughs> oh, and it's in this it. scene that her hair is looking especially tragic. I don't know why my eyes kept. It's like it was drawn to the cross. I can't stop looking at her gums and her hairline. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. If that makes me weird, no, but it's I something just, that just keeps it's jumping out of the high def screen to me. It was too much, <laughs> and so Tina and Sheena drink their like milky brown elixirs, and they're like, "Gosh, I guess I feel something." They feel nothing, and Sheena says, like in her talking head moment, she's like, "I'll know I've made it when paparazzi start taking my photo." <laughs> Which and is when like, I made you pause, yeah, and we had a full discussion about how famous are they, and are they in the tabloids? And they're are, not, no, and I, they are in the tabloids every once in a while, but it's PR move. It's a PR move. Like it's different. You can, I can always tell the difference between like a publicist that like feeds a tabloid. They're like, please do this dedicated story about my client. Like right. what's in my bag, or like the queen and my king of that tips were Spencer for, like, Pratt and. What's her name? Heidi. Because I just remember like you would see like these ridiculously staged moments where it'd be like, ah, yeah. Spencer and Heidi are in a field of swans. Yeah. And they you'd would be like, like, what? Like, it's just like the PR person being like, okay, so go to the swan farm and like yeah, play with some swans. Coordinate photo shoots <laughs> and then sell those photos to tabloids, which was kind of genius and amazing and like artistic. But like the Vanderpump Rules cast, they get written about. The Daily Mail, I think, has like, I think the Daily Mail has a deal because they'll, they'll sometimes call out what happened in an episode of the show, but they, or like maybe a cast member will have a photo shoot and they'll write about it. And then like sometimes like Us Weekly or In Touch will be like, Sheena's best exercise tips or something like that. But it's it's, paid basically. It's never like, like it's never just like, oh my God, this person got papped like walking out of a Pilates studio because no one cares about them in that way. They're not like, they're never going to be aspirational celebrities where you're like, oh my God. Do you think they're not even at the level of Spencer and Heidi? No. They wish? Oh my God, that's dark. Spencer and Heidi though, they're like original, they're like OG like Reality. it's just different. It's yeah. Just different. It's different. It's a different climate. And like Spencer and Heidi aren't the aspirational are changing. either. 
But no, like, remember her crazy plastic surgery reveal? Yeah, but it's like they're still like more entertaining. I don't know. It's just like it's this whole breed of celebrity that's like I don't care what you're wearing or like where you go to eat. Mm, like anything that you're doing is something that I don't want to do because yeah, it's like never. It's a no for me. Like like, and you actually create like you create good boundaries for like what I will spend money on because I would never want to spend money on the stuff the that you spend money on. The only thing where I'm going to call you out is that you do seem to frequent the restaurants. I do. <laughs> so, which I don't Lisa's love for me. Worked. <laughs> but I have gone to them a lot. Uh, and I've spent a lot of money. A lot of money but it's there. like fun. It's like going to Disneyland. You know how some people are like really into Disneyland oh, yeah. like all the time. Oh, yeah. I don't personally understand no, don't that, that and I don't buy. It's terrible and there's only one good ride. Yeah. I mean the corn dogs are good, but like I is like it Magic worth a ride to like is it worth like going down to Anaheim and like spending like three hundred dollars to go walk around and get like sunburned? No. <laughs> so like, but that's like that's the equivalent. Like it's like a Disneyland. It's like a theme closer park. Disney. Yeah. And I mean, so, I'm curious now. I know. Well, maybe we should eat there tonight. I think we should. Tina goes. I vowed my to myself I'd never learn another restaurant menu. And then she's uh. like, you know, I just need to become famous and do what I need to do. And it's like, what you guys are in an elixir bar. Like, please stop. And then we cut to like the next work session at Sir. And Sheena comes in and she's wearing the same dress as Stassi, causing Stassi to like be like oh. very pissed. Hurricane Stassi. Hurricane we have our own Stassi. trembles and quivers and shivers, but she is an earthquake of her own. Kristen tries to call Stassi out for being a psycho, but it's like no one, it's so funny. Like no one can really voice their opinion to Stassi because they're so afraid of her. Are they really? Yes. It's like, I know this dynamic with women. Like I know, I think because I probably, I, I just, I just know like how certain women are in like a group of friends and like the hierarchy of like female friendships in, in the context of like a Stassi, Kristen, Katie thing. And you can just tell they like defer to her. Like they're terrified. And they're of her. literally like a decade older. They're a lot older than she is. At least like five years older. <sighs> it's just like very sad. I just got different kinds of shivers. I know. And Stassi. But then she goes fucking ape shit on Sheena. Yeah. She makes Sheena polish glasses, <laughs> which is like her job to do. And she's like, why don't you do it? And then everyone sees it and is like, SMA. but Sheena comes up in like a sweetie and is actually like, I finished doing what I need to do. Is there anything else I can do? And she's yeah. like, uh. she's like, why don't you polish the glasses? What am I, the manager? But okay, fine. Polish the glasses. Yeah. And so Sheena does it. And then Lisa, Lisa. sees. And she's like, you better stand up for yourself or else like you're just going to be like Stassi's little bitch forever. So Sheena marches her way into the alley, which is one of my favorite areas of the whole show. Do they go there a lot? In season one and two, they're constantly hanging out in, in the, the alley behind the restaurant. It's like because it's they- almost like they did actually work in season one and two. They probably yeah. now just only go in for just They scenes. only go in every once in a while to for film. Scenes. Yeah. And, like, way back when, they used to just, like, go hang out and smoke cigs in the alley and, like, party back there, like, during work. Shots. Yeah. And, like, now, they don't really, we don't get a lot of alley. So, it's good to be back in the alley. You feel comfort. I love the alley. You feel comfort. You're just, like, going back to a familiar place you love. I love seeing them 
sitting down and relaxing next to like stacked up crappy saggy velvet chairs and like trash tables and like and actual trash and actual trash and like i imagine how it smells and it's like kind of hot back there and like they're all shiny and sweaty a little bit and then and then it's confrontation yeah and then confrontation on top of like the sweaty alley like there's like flies trash velvet chair yeah it's like i won't be your bitch yeah and she's like okay i need to talk to you and then she's like she goes into this whole thing about how she didn't know that eddie was married and like i was really rooting for sheena in the first episode until this i was just like literally no one cares like who cares but stassi cares and stassi cares too much about everything yeah they just have words with each other and stassi's basically like i don't trust you and like i did she come in on the show what stassi Come in on what? The, did she come in as a guest on the podcast before? Yeah, she did. And she, she like confronted she, me about oh, oh. things that I had said. It was an awkward... She and Katie and Kristen all came on an episode together, and then they confronted me about like problems that they had with me personally. <laughs> and so that. then I had to say, like, I had to apologize <laughs> to them and then be like, what? Can you like, cut in right now the apology? Just like, just like splice it up. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but like you can listen to it. Like it's on like the SoundCloud page. Like it was truly maybe it was one of the most uncomfortable moments of my entire life. What did they say to you? I thought that they were, you coming. were in the alley. Mm, yeah they, I was, you like, were metaphorically in the alley i was in the alley you were sweating there they was were flat there's tr- trash there's flies. trash there's like i'm sitting on like a velvet chair that feels like gross and yeah heat and, and like, what did they say they were like Kristen was like it's really fucked up that you ha- had me on this episode and then you t- continue to talk shit about me <laughs> and i was like okay but like do you know like i'm in my head i like outwardly i was like i don't know what to say because like i understand like i don't want to i'm not a cruel person you know what oh, I, mean? like, I don't want to no, make no. anyone feel Gentle. bad and like my i don't go like my mo for doing this podcast is not to like hurt their feelings or make them i mean feel you bad. do call them like the most desperate sad people in the world i know but like there if they didn't act like it i wouldn't have to say that oh, about them well, so okay <laughs> and but like that's not the mo like i'm here to like talk it's about this and like whatever and i love <laughs> it's the whole damn mo <laughs> so ridiculous you're like i'm not here to like talk any trash about no. any of that okay okay wait wait let me, let me like, walk it's not it my thing i'm into them no i'm <laughs> I'm talking about this show as though it's like, it's a form of entertainment and I'm speaking to like what I see in the episodes and talking like a fan about the show, about a show that I love and like characters on a show. You know what I mean? Like I take, a, a, but you also are literally saying things like I will, but anything they do, I'll show, never touch. Since it's a reality show, <laughs> I am, I guess, talking about them as people. Yeah. It's murky. It's and what mur- I realize, <laughs> what I realize, you realizing something right now? When they confronted me is that the waters had become very murky because when they come into my home to record with me, no, they've never come into this beautiful sacred space, but my old apartment, when they would come in and record, it's not like I'm going to be like, so you're trash and everything you do is trash. Like, I'm not going to say that. But they listen to the. Yeah. But like, I'll law with them and like, get them to talk shit about each other. And then when they go off the episode, I'll law and be like, what trash? And then they listen. And And then then you then will say like, I'm not here to say that people are trash. (laughs) 
And then they're like... So you're having a lot of murky realization. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, this has gotten really complicated. It was like, the moment I realized that things had gotten this is a little... Inception. It was an like inception. You inside, you inside, you realizing that like, we wait, were... I am shit talking, but I'm not because it's an art piece, but it's not. They're real. Yeah. And they're in my home. It's too much. It's too much. And I realized too, it was like, things have gotten a little too complicated for me at this time. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when they're all asking me to apologize. And then also I had to apologize for a lot more things than I had actually said. <laughs> because I was getting called out for things that my past podcasting partners had said that I hadn't. Like they accused me of fat shaming them and I didn't. Oh, and like so, but no I, apo- one's fat shaming. You know, I apologized for it because like I was like, this is what I need to do right now. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, if they confront me about me talking about me talking about her being gummy with the hairline i'm not i won't take it back well you know what she's not gummy anymore so it's fine oh she got gum no. surgery well she just got a lot of plastic oh. procedures she doesn't look like that anymore well, none of them look like they do in this episode crazy i know except for tom Schwartz. yeah he pretty much looks the same i mean he's like a little chubbier probably right age yeah relatable all the girls and their boyfriends gather at the bar for like a lol moment and reveal that they're all best friends they're all best friends and it's like three couples yeah it's just like messy and they all like laugh and stassi is like being a monster and they're all like kind of laughing at her Mm. antics and And they're like ribbing at her they're like come on stassi you know you're a monster she's like what i'm just gonna say what i feel they're like who like grabbing her arms being like you silly and she's like i'm gonna stab you and then like she's like i'm gonna stab everyone in the face and then it fades out and then we have just like a little interim moment of the girls talking about like the troll of the handkerchief dresses which are literally like a piece of fabric that costs two cents. That, it's also like, the, that kind of segue is really confusing to me. Bravo really used to like love these little segues where it was like give you a commercial break and then like a two minute like little scene and then cut back to commercials like just more time for ads. So space. that's what that was. That's what that was. The like so they're talking about how they like are falling out. They're like bodies are exposed and they're like it's like an unsafe work uniform yeah. but then lisa's just like lol wear it anyways who cares yeah lisa and you're just like no wow fucks. this sucks so then we get back to like the real show and everyone's having brunch at tart which is Ooh, i immediately scream yeah ed was unsoothed if That's, you live in LA, you know that tart is a true no. It's a no, never, never. I once, when I didn't live in LA, stayed at the hotel that tart is a part of called Farmer's Daughter. Yeah. It's really near where they film Prices Right. It's terrible. It's across the street from the Grove. It's it's the, the color tart scheme is, is like brown and light blue. It's like fake farm. Yeah. It's a farm with, like, neon. It's very confusing. zero farm-to-table vibes. And Tart is, like, I've never been there, but it's always been, like, this is a restaurant that, like, Vanderpump people go to. See, I went, like, in the mid-aughts, and I had a nipple and was, like, disgusting. Even before I had watched Vanderpump Rules, I knew about this, like, breed of, like, Hollywood or West Hollywood person that goes to Tart. Yeah. That you're just like, Oh, there's like just certain thing. Like having lived in West Hollywood for like seven or eight years now, it's like, I'm very familiar with like the vibes here. And there's certain parts of West Hollywood that are amazing and like cool. 
and wonderful. But then there's also another part that's like for the Vanderpump people. It seems like the majority of WeHo is kind of for Vanderpumpy land. Yeah. There's like chic, yummy. Yeah. Like but sexy like, generally places. Generally speaking, like you don't casually just bump into them. No. You but bump it's like, into more just like hellhole trash. It's very much like a hellhole trash zone. Which is why I, I don't know. It's a balance. Side. It's like a yin yang. But like, I the beast. All the people, like, it's just fascinating to like, you know, on a certain level, what's like not working. And then you see these people at the places that aren't working. And you're like, wow, this is like what happened. Like, there are people that go here and they love could it. literally go across the street to the farmer's market mm-hmm. and actually get some like chill, interesting food. Mm hmm. But Tart is literally a troll on everyone's wallet. They could go down the street to like, they could go on third and go to like Jones on third. third, Which is nothing to like scream to the gods about, but it's it's a decent chicken salad. Yeah. It's like you'll get something yummy there and like you'll probably spend the same amount of money. But like also they have to find places, I guess, that they can film at. Like get, but it's just like a whole, it's just shocking. And this is the beginning of. Since it's the first episode, it's like the first time that you get to see. Do they and keep be- going to Tart? No, they keep going to Tart esque places. Right, like just- this is like this is the level at which they're always playing at. Like <sighs> I've never seen any, and I've okay, so I've lived in like in and around West Hollywood for eight years. I've never seen a Vanderpump Rules cast member at like a Anywhere good, good yummy restaurant in west hollywood i've only seen them at like when i decide to I go like to like a trash reality would they never even hangout. do a gracias madres mm, doubtful because that's kind of a it has a trashy scene but the food's not that bad hmm. i don't think i mean i've never seen them there interesting they just love like a certain vibe they and do. it's like very specific like which wows me because i'm like who goes here but then there's like a whole ton of people like it's a yeah. whole business like you can make a business there's lots of people like you them. could literally open a restaurant and be like hey i'm gonna serve the shittiest food and like have like a just a trash decor yeah. and like <laughs> cater it to attract a certain type of yeah. person that would then come and spend money at that, that restaurant it reminds me it. of just my like old weird. trainer and his friends mm-hmm. you went out with him one night Remember I made them pull the car over because I was just done being around them. And I was like, you can just pull over here. Like, I'll just get... I literally... They were like, let's go to here. And I was like, actually, you just dropped me off in the street corner. Like, I'm going to call a lift. I made them... I just had to get out of the car. And go. What was her name? Julifer? Julifer. My queen. They were too much for me. We all met at this one birthday party, and then I was like, let's all go out. And I was like, cool. And then we got in the car, and I was like, oh my God, these are like Vanderpump adjacent people. Yeah. Like, and we got. And I'd never gone out with them, and I was just like, well, you know, you give it a shot. You were in for the night. You were like, no, I'm like, on this well, journey. And I, was I was like, like sometimes like, you got to give people a shot. Yeah. You know? And I was Not like, those kind of shots, but like, just give them a shot. The no, trainers. and I gave See them. See what trainers a, do. I gave them about 15 minutes of a shot, and <laughs> I was like, I'm done. And then I said, please just pull over, like, right here on this corner. Julie forgot psychedelic that night. I know. I called, I got out of the car, called a lift to come pick me up and take me the rest of the way home because i was like i can't be in here one more second <laughs> i brought you close to a of adjacent people it was too close and i never hung out with them again mm-hmm. i no longer see that trainer anymore either and i'm pretty certain that he's not listening well <laughs> yeah i don't think i don't think i mean he didn't even know about like he doesn't know about any current events so it's Mm-mm. like i would ask him like literally what did after, he not know about oh the but you remember the church shooting mm-hmm. and 
he didn't know about fracking. He didn't know anything. I'd ask him a question and I'd be like, I can't believe what happened. And be like, there's like CNN playing everywhere at Equinox. I literally was like, I can't believe about the shooting in the church. And he was like, what? It was like four days later. It was national oh, news. Oh, he didn't know about Dylan Roof, that yeah, shooting. Dylan yeah. Roof. Yeah, he didn't know Dylan Roof or anything about it. Four days after it I happened. love you going and being like, God, can you even believe it's so sad? And he's like, what? Yeah. Literally like, what? No, I, I, have, I, I have no... So then I started to troll him and I started to come in with like information and I'd be like, I'd literally like quiz him just to like get like an idea of how like ignorant he was. And then I was like, wow. Like, and then I started to be like, and then I started to make deals with him because I loved. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of deal? I did. Well, I said, listen, you need to come back and name 10 African countries to me or I get a free training session. Oh, my God. And he really would agree to these things. It was like homework. Mm-hmm. So I'd come back and he would like, would, he would get it. And I'd also be like, okay, so you need to go Google fracking. What did and he learn get what... out of it? He just got to learn. No, he got about... to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally taught him about so much. I love a deal being like, you need to do this. And if you don't do it, I get something. But if you do do it, you just have learned. Yeah, you learned. (laughs) Because I shamed him so hard. I was like, literally like, you can't. This is inexcusable. Like, you need to have some basic knowledge about the world (laughs) and current events. Because it was literally like, I I, almost at the point where I was like, do you know about 9-11? Like, I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, do you You're know? Like, this is not okay. No, I'm like, literally, like, this is dominating yeah, the news was, headlines. Yeah, he was too much for me. I had to go. I feel like Julifer might have known about Dylan Roof and the shooting. I don't know what Julifer knew and what <laughs> Julifer didn't know. Because as soon as I, you were like, this is Julifer. I was like, Julifer? To her face. And she's like, yeah, Julifer. And then Julifer was crazy. And the trainer was crazy. And I truly lasted, I think, 20 minutes tops of interaction. And I was like, I'm out. I was like, I'll walk home if need be. Like, I got to get out of the car. It was done. It was just I done. really need to come to terms with my deal making. I love making deals. You love a deal. I mean, well, I don't love Black Friday. I'd never have gone on that kind of deal. But I love to just like make no, deals with No, you don't people. want a deal made to you. You want to make yeah. a deal. <laughs> exactly. Get, I'm the deal maker You're here. the deal maker. You I don't take the deals. Sh- no. You make deals. <laughs> I make deals. I make them. And I taught them a lot. I taught him about a lot about geography. Geography was one of the big things. Um, the environment. Mm-hmm. I taught him about politics, mass shootings, just like all sorts of things. Current Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea. He was like, what's that? I love and then he was just like, you know, I work all day in the gym. And I was just like, dude, look in front of those. Look in front of the, the treadmills. Four of the 20 screens are playing CNN or news. Yeah. With subtitles. He's like, and he's like, I don't know. He's care. like, I don't read. Yeah. He's like, I don't love CNN. He's yeah. like, pretty boring. Like, yeah. And, but he knew nothing yeah. from San Diego. Classic. <laughs> Stasi at Brunch at Tart. I hope you don't edit that out. I won't. No, that's staying in. Stasi is like, Stasi and Jax are talking about like the state of the relationship, and Jax is revealing that he stays on the couch most nights. And Stasi just keeps saying "booyah" over and over, which I is lo- I think I missed that part. It's I hate so that. embarrassing. I hate it. Booyah like, is the worst. Booyah is truly 
the worst. And if she you're keeps at a party going, and someone says booyah, you immediately know not to talk. You to need them. to leave and get out of the car, leave the party. Yeah, or it's like, like you whatever. with my trainer. Yeah, yeah it's like a gone. It's a quick like stop the Uber. It's an exit. Yeah. yeah, it's like I can. I'm fine getting out here. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> like, I'm gonna go. Actually, you're so like, it's like booyah. <laughs> you were in the middle of like Laurel Canyon. No, we had literally gotten to the bottom of the hill at Laurel Canyon, and I was like, can you just pull over just right here is fine. Like, just right on the street corner in front of, like, a gas station. I was like, bye, have so much fun. I'll see you guys later. So, thank you so much. Bye. And then just, like, left. It was done. So, as he goes, booyah, winning, like, doing a Charlie Sheen reference. Like, it was just so embarrassing. Ooh, Charlie Sheen. And... It's also revealed that he's like, yeah, she called the cops on me. And then it's like, Stassi's always threatening to call the cops on Jax or has called the cops on Jax. For like, doing what? I don't know. But if you are lit in a relationship where you're frequently threatening or calling the cops on your significant other, you don't need to be in that relationship anymore. Like that, like any inkling of needing to call the cops on someone that you're dating is like, it's like a, that's a, it's quick, like a no. Once it enters your mind, it's an immediate th- quick therapy session or call it off. What's crazy to me is that like many people that call the cops on each other remain in relationships for long periods of time. <laughs> And I know this from personal experience because my dad got, he had a lot, he cheated on my mom and then became in a relationship with the woman that he like left my mom for. The one that gave you drugs as a teenager? Yeah. And I love her. They dated on and off for years. I know, same. And then they got married, and a week after they got married, they had a knockdown drag out fight, and <laughs> she called the cops on my dad. And then the cops came, and I was just traumatized. I was like crying and just being. What was like, your name again? Angie. Angie Roll. Angie. She'd feed you speed before you went to school. I know. It was a real journey. And so they called the cop, and I was like, surely this is marks the end of their marriage. I was like, well, it shits at the fan. Like, they're definitely getting divorced. <laughs> or annulment like this is it and like i'm sad but it like, needs to be this way well, and you came back and i was like dad like what are you gonna do like you're just gonna annul the marriage right and he was like I don't, we'll see and then they just stayed <laughs> married and i was like i guess people just love calling the cops would you say them. angie is vanderpump adjacent um yeah actually because she ended up working <laughs> as a waitress at like various restaurants and i think now works at like an ihop somewhere in oklahoma so with like, dreams of being famous so would you say you and your glamour shots as a teenager were vanderpump adjacent Mm. for just a period maybe like my ambitions towards (laughs) modeling (laughs) when i was 19 were vanderpump adjacent because the pictures were so bad that it was like have you seen them patreon users no, but you know That's what? a great gift I will for post, I will post some of my modeling photos that are very <laughs> Vanderpump-esque on the Patreon for my Patreon subscribers for you guys to see what it is I'm talking about. It's really wild. They're wild. But amazing. I You should make a calendar. Yeah, I like should Freckle make, did. Oh my God, that's a great idea. You actually should. Yeah, I will. I buy it. Jack says he sleeps on the couch because, quote, he, I'm not going to get in bed with the devil. And then Stassi goes, I, I am, am the, the devil. devil. And don't you forget it. Her, a tr- she's a bitch to the girls, but like that was just so canned. That was like a line. And you're like, Larry, like, oh, please. It's a TV line. Yeah. And I'm like, also, like, do you really think that? Like, it's almost like she was like, 
No, pooping she it out. Yeah, I mean, she's saying sound bites to get like more airtime, but like you see as the season goes on, like how and like as the show goes on, how insecure she really is. Like oh. she's all talk, no action, no action. Like she and she takes what kills me is she who she dating so now? She was dating this horrible guy, Patrick, but they're broken up, and now she dates this like kind of cute guy named Bo. I think she's best when she's in control of whoever she's dating. And so now she's dating a guy that clearly she's like the claws are sunk into and she's the one in the and driver's seat. And he's got seat. no backbone. He's just re- ready to take it. Yeah. he's But he's hot, which is good. But he like <laughs> seems just kind of hot and dumb and like willing to do whatever she says. Dumb is a no-go for me. Uh, dumb is a true no-go. I'm mean, get out of the car if you're dumb. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did and I will. <laughs> I'll continue to get out of the car if someone's dumb. I can't take it. Like, I need, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I need you to bring the laws or bring the laws out of me. And if yeah. you're not doing, or at least be like smart and interesting and intense about something. I have a few people in my life that are no lawlers that are, you know that they're smart because of their pedigree or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you're just also like, they never say anything that is interesting. And then I question sometimes, I'm like, why am I here again? And I have like a mirror moment. Mm-hmm. On the side note. It's just like, there are people that'll say interesting things or like, you're like, oh my God, you're smart. And like, I can learn stuff from you and that's intriguing. And like, we can have one conversation or three conversations and like, are we going to hang out again? Maybe not. Like, will I call you? No. Will you call me? (laughs) Maybe, but I won't answer. Like we'll text for a long time and like, we'll never. I lured you in on that hike. Truly connect. But like, you're a no lol and that's like, it is what it is. But like, I can't, with a dumb, it's like there, there's nowhere I can go. I can deal with a no lol. I can if there's a law nearby. Mm-hmm. Like if they're enjoying the laws that the other is providing or I am providing or yeah. you are providing if or whatever. If they're supporting your laws. And they're supporting it, but there's someone else to create with you laws. If it's just one-on-one, like a desert, Sahara. I would rather like be alone a parched, on. lawless land. Then it's really, really hard to make it 10 minutes, as you well know. It's hard to make it through lunch. The only thing I can do with real non-lawyers is go to the movies because you don't have to talk. Yeah. And then you're like, that was good. And you're like, see you later. If you were had to get stuck on a desert island with a cast member from this episode of Vanderpump Rules, who would you choose? Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She's a massage therapist too, so she can massage. Yeah. Her. That's chill. She would totally massage. Although, I think I choose Courtney too. TBD on whether she's actually that much fun. I might actually pick Lisa because I feel like I could like really like pick her weird brain. Yeah, I think you and Lisa could get along. Yeah, I'd give her some advice on interiors and like we'd talk about it on a desert island and be like, "Well, too bad we can't do that." <laughs> You're like, "How about no more distress stuff?" And she's like, "Sure, if I get, if we get off of this island, I would love to go explore mid-century modern." Yeah, I'd love to bring her on a mid-century journey. So, are you going to watch more episodes of the show? I am, and I'm in, and I'm on the community. If you're, you're, not, if you're community. not in the community on Facebook, get in. Yeah, because it brought me here today. Mm-hmm. Because there's one member who I Facebook believe moment. is named Hillary, but I'm not sure. We have to check her name. Who made an incredible... When I knew that there was content adjacent to Vanderpump Rules content. Also, side note, 
when you were all saying VPR, the first few times I read it, I thought you guys were talking about vapors. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You're like, so many vapors. I know. It's like, they're like, they're like, people really have to vape. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized, because, you know, I'm a little slow sometimes too. But when I saw Hillary's, or I hope that's her name, amazing 26-page PowerPoint presentation about how Lord and Jack Antonoff are together and it really goes deep. Then I knew that this community was for me. Yeah. Because it's not just about vapors. No. It's not just about VPR. No. You love people that speak their truth. I love to speak a truth. And make content. It's gotten me in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I spoke my truth about Taylor Swift. How do we summarize? Okay. Who's your favorite and who's your least favorite? From the first episode? Yeah. It's tough because I've said Courtney a bunch and I want to say it again, but I know you want a key player. Yeah. Who's your favorite key player? What? What? Okay. I have a better question. What would make you come back for more? What's drawing you in? To be honest, Sheena's music career is truly intriguing to Mm -hmm. me. What draws me in the most is Sheena's music career. I want to know more. I want to know whether she keeps getting told to do porn sounds. Mm -hmm. I actually want to hear a song with like a melody too. She has where the melody is. She has a show that happens in this in this season. Oh, where she performs. That's a definite. Like I'll hang around for that. I'm into that. And what's like your least favorite? What are you like? Just don't care. I'm going to say right now that Katie isn't doing a lot for me she's very she's so behind the scenes truly like up through until season five almost like she's she and tom they what's his name schwartz Schwartz are they together yeah they're together them as a couple really just bring nothing in the first episode they continue to bring nothing for years until they bring the darkest shit ever. And you're like, oh my God, their relationship is fucked. But then you're kind of like glad that they're marrying each other because you're like, at least you're taking each other off the market and like none of us have to worry about fucking you or being yeah. involved with you. But it's like, you never really realize how deep and dark it goes until like season five with them. And by like, that time, you're like, no. I feel. Like, the most compelling character for me is definitely Sheena. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then followed by, uh, just because I'm horny, Jax. Mm-hmm. But he's not really that compelling. There's not really a story there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how bitchy um, Stasi gets. Mm-hmm. That name, also. She um, gets incredibly bitchy, like, season one and two. Is yeah, like and, like, and then I want to see the fall. Yeah. I want that to not that arc. And I'm, I'm being spoiled a little bit. Because yeah. I'm with, like, the queen of pumped, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, it all. Mm-hmm. So you're letting me know that like, she has a fall, which is already peaking me right there, right there, right there. Yeah. You let me know there's a Sheena concert coming. I'm getting more and more into it. I'm going to stream, stream, stream. Love. Bye, bye, bye. Love. Yeah. Well, I know that I look forward to, and I'm sure I can speak confidently on behalf of the community. Really hope you guys welcome me. That, Everyone's excited for your foray into this madness. God, it's going to take me a while. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. to get through seven seasons. I think you'll be good. You're going on tour soon. So that's true. I, you have a lot of time. time. Yeah. You should download ahead of time and then you can catch up on everything pump rules. And I expect copious updates. Oh, and God, if the interiors never change, I know because I, we did this a year ago. Yeah. And same still old, a nightmare. Same old. Tell everyone, Plug yourself. Some deals? Yeah. 
give a deal oh, or plug well, yourself oh, or just tell people where they can find you, you guys come on i'm in a band it's called grizzly bear playing the hollywood bowl <laughs> oh my god i just got tickets you did yeah but the, the good ones aren't released yet well Whatever. i have I my, I my sources oh interesting i got like a garden box seat and so now we're gonna like picnic and like do it so up. fun yeah i'm excited wait hold on where were we going i was just saying like talk about yourself oh yeah well anyways this is my second time on the show it's what i'm most known for is being a guest on sup mm-hmm. but i'm also in a band called grizzly bear it's great you should listen Check it to out. it for free everything's most- free Okay. Lara's a fan. I'm she a came fan. to one of our shows in 2005, long in before we were friends. Seven, seven, long before we were friends, and had a wild night. Had a wild night. Was so excited to be seen. Grizzly Bear saw them a ton of times before we actually became friends. Yeah, and then eventually was in. I fully infiltrated, and then was in a Grizzly Bear music video. Yeah. So this just goes. Although to it show- took a little bit, there was a moment where you arrived. At my party, and you you saw that I was not having it your leather a, fringe. It took a moment for us <laughs> to fully become friends with each other because Ed wanted to judge me, and he thought that he could reject my laws. But then I knew the moment that my laws won I did him not over. Want to judge or reject the laws? He, I just hadn't. Ex- it was too big a party. I couldn't experience the laws. I needed a one on one hike. But then we we eventually got to the point we are now. And then I was in the music video because I asked him multiple times that I meet. I was like. But Please also, you just me. needed to be in it. And I needed video. to be in it. I needed you to and, be in it. And yeah, the rest is history. And basically, the message is... You can find me on Instagram. I'm E-D-R-O-S-T-E. My stories are lols. Yeah. He's a loller. I'm a loller. Check it out. Someday, I'll maybe make it on Babe. TBD. You never know. We'll TBD. see. <laughs> <laughs> it's another episode. Thank you so much Thank for going you. down this wild road with me. It was really wild. And I just feel like it opened a lot of doors for me. And I'm excited about that. And it may sound like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not even kidding. I'm really discovering. No, you're and discovering. And I'm also you like, I walk away, if anything, with at least someone new that I can have a little shiver penis moment to. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Yeah. Anytime you add someone to the roster of your mind. That's all of shiver. That's all we ever want. A tremble moment. Something to tr- sh- shiver and tremble Something to shrimble. Something to <laughs> orgasm to. Something to tremble for. Yeah. Something that gives you a little tingle in your mind. And I can't. What season does he join? Not until like three. Oh, I've got some time. You have some work to do. But they knew what they thought. They found yeah, them and they knew like what they found. He's like a fine wine. It just gets better and better with age. Uh, all right. Thank you. Keep it real out there, everybody. Bye. This episode of the Sexy Unique Podcast was brought to you by the following premium sponsors, Meredith Good and Lori Wheat. Thanks to you guys, it's all happening. I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.